welcome to Weekly Creep. Hello. And we have a special guest with us. Are you going anonymous? Um, so uh, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Like, uh, do you tell us what what your name is, or maybe an alias you want to go by? Uh, no, I can't. <laughs> I didn't think of aliases. <laughs> um, you can call me Manelli. Okay. <laughs> Manelli cool. is fine. Okay. So this is Manelli. Um, we've been friends since fourth grade, so since nine years old. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to tell you how many years that is, because then you'll find out too much about us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um... So we'll start with uh, my story, and my story is local. I'm gonna try to keep it local for a while. Um, and when I say local, I mean just around Texas for people who haven't gathered that mm-hmm. we live in Texas. But just for the <laughs> Irish people, that could literally be anywhere in Europe. That's the size of Texas. Yeah. So that's how local these stories are. All right. So, this story takes us to our very backyard, not literally, but figuratively. Um, we're going to be talking about the Jefferson Davis Hospital. Ooh, Is that yeah. the one that, in Houston? Yeah. Oh, right. On. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, a little bit about Jefferson Davis Hospital. I operated from 1924 to 1938 as a city-owned hospital that focused on poorer patients in Houston, Texas. The plan was to build the hospital on top of a cemetery. Great idea. Wow. (laughs) And I'm not surprised. (laughs) So the municipal cemetery operated on the lot from 1840 until the mid-1890s when it fell into decay. The cemetery was full of unmarked graves. It was essentially just not taken care of at that point when they started planning where to put the hospital. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. just an old issue. Yeah, but um, the family, well, I'll, I'll tell you. Confederate soldiers, yellow fever, and cholera victims were buried here, but their families were still alive and present in Houston. So that sort of, you know, pissed a lot of people off. Mm-hmm. So they weren't looking after the graves, but they also didn't want them moved. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Well, it's not that... Well, so they did. The city promised to relocate the bodies, but instead only moved a few and then just went ahead and built the hospital on the rest of them. That's a classy move right Yeah. There. <laughs> I don't know if at the time they told them, hey, we moved all the bodies. Yeah, no, there was only six. <laughs> yeah. Six gravestones. <laughs> or maybe they knew... I don't know. I feel like they might have lied about it and yeah, maybe yeah. like... They probably or, planned it and then they were like, oh, fuck, this is going to be like way more expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, after that, they then slapped Jefferson Davis's name on the hospital in a piss-poor attempt to appease the families of the, of the dead. Nice. Seriously. <laughs> the hospital was complete in 1924 and opened for business in 1925. The hospital was only open for about 13 years. It closed its doors in 1939 because it couldn't keep up with providing healthcare needs to a rapidly increasing population of poor folk. Mm -hmm. Medical services were then redirected to the Texas Medical Center. For some clarification, Jefferson Davis Clinic was built to be a psychiatric and community facility. So there's two buildings. One was a hospital and the other one is a psychiatric clin- uh, clinic. Um, in the same place though, like the same campus? And, uh, no. Oh. So, uh, so the hospital is in what we know now as First Ward and Jefferson Davis Clinic was built on Allen Parkway in 1934. So, um, I think there's like a misconception that it was a primarily a psychiatric ward, but they probably confused the clinic and the hospital with each other. Oh, not, okay, okay. Not to say that they didn't treat mental illness in the hospital, but they didn't do exclusively that. Yeah, it was just you know? a general hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So like I said, as for the rumors about this being haunted because of mentally ill patients, it's very possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Davis Hospital mostly served as a record storage facility after Davis Clinic was built. By 1980s, Jefferson Davis Hospital uh, just still lay vacant and deteriorated. Uh, because of the rumors of it being haunted, in 2003, a group went to ghost hunt and instead were shot and killed by criminals who were already there. Seriously? <gasps> yeah. Wow. So this is the risk that you run whenever you go to like vacant buildings. Yeah. yeah. Because it attracts people who want to do things that they don't want other people uh -huh. to see. Yeah. Yeah. see. Exactly. And also homeless people, you know, um, I'm not to, not to say that, you know, there's... Yeah, but there's people there that shouldn't be there. And yeah. you also shouldn't be there. So how many people were killed? Uh, I'm, mm, I'm not sure. I just said a group. I couldn't find much about it. It was just a group of kids. Probably. Yeah. Uh, the building attracts people up to no good and also the homeless. I guess I already said that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's what happened. And so I found a, a few, like, personal accounts of people that go in there, you know, to ghost hunt or whatever. Yeah. And they they do notice that, you know, sometimes they'll see, like, homeless people posted up, vagrants, you know, just, if not just, if anything sketchy else, sketchy people, people yeah. mm -hmm. you know. Since 2005, it was renovated and remade into lofts that artists can rent to work in or live in. It's called Elder Street Artist Lofts. What? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so there was a first-hand account of someone who lived there said that my little, my little sister had an apartment here in Elder Lofts. Mm -hmm. In her room, there were two kids that would play marbles. I saw the little boy out of the corner of my eye. Two dead kids. Basically. Like ghost children, not yeah. just regular kids. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, what, where, where were the kids? Like, where, like, in what time would they have died? I, I'm guessing yeah. whenever the hospital was open. Mm -hmm, um, right. Yeah. Because I don't, because after that, they, they just used it for, well, uh, for storage stuff, mm -hmm. you know? Okay. Before it became, like, fully abandoned. The yeah. Okay. Right before it was abandoned. It was a storage facility. So, um, but outside of that, like, I was trying to look for stories like paranormal stories, experiences, um, after that renovated, but literally nothing. Or if there are people that, you know, like they'll explicitly say, since I've lived here, there's nothing that's been going on yeah. or whatever, mm -hmm. but I have a theory. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be our thing like okay. or my thing. I have a theory. Um, <laughs> it's time for it. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. So, like, okay. So, there is a problem with people still trying to go there. Like, there's... Because it's private property. Mm -hmm. If you go there, you're essentially trespassing if you don't live there. Or if you don't... If you're not visiting someone that you know there. You know, well, basically, yeah. the definition of trespassing. So, if you're... Tr there's um, security there that watch like hawks to make sure that nobody that's not supposed to be there is there um because they'll fucking kick you out like super quick yeah because now it's just apartments and shit yeah but you know you know like some the paranormal com community can be very persistent in, mm -hmm. in their like pursuit of yeah. awesome they? evidence mm -hmm. so i think the reason why a lot of uh People who live there say that there's nothing going on. They're like, we promise there's oh, nothing okay. going on. Is to stop people from coming to trespass because it's mm. become a problem. Yeah, yeah that's understandable. Like if I'm in a place, I don't care where it is or how haunted it is, get out of my fucking lobby. Yeah, like, you know what I mean, with your spirit boxes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I feel like artists would be the people to be a little bit more tolerant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? And then you know, I also have a theory about that. I feel like because, well, now you can, uh, apparently now you anyone can write. You don't have to be, like, an artist to live there. Mm -hmm. But I think, like, say I was an artist and I lived there, and, you know, I'm still not known for mm -hmm. my work. If I'm the only one that's willing to be like, yeah, there's a fucking ghost little girl in my room, mm -hmm. I don't want to be famous for the artist who has a little girl living in, 
uh, in her closet. I yeah. want to be known for my work. Yeah. You know? So I think mm-hmm. that's another reason why. Yeah, yeah that's right. fair enough. What do you guys think? I think we should go. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go trespass. I'm not trying to go to jail. All right, so. So before, let, let's, you know, rewind a little bit. Uh, when it was vacant, it's super fucking hard. This, this was one of the hardest subjects that I've had to research because it's it's like pulling teeth trying to find people's first-hand experiences mm-hmm. uh, when they went to ghost hunt when it was vacant. Mm-hmm. But I did find one lonely forum. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so this is from a Lord Nikon. And he says, Many have gone into this establishment and have had their own personal experiences, such as being watched, seeing shadows, and smelling sterilization solutions in certain spots. That's gross. Yeah. All right, so... Wow. I know. NME Locus says, The most haunted floor is the third floor. I saw shadows running down the hall and thought it was my friends, but when I followed them into the room... No one was there. I felt like I was being messed with. I cannot confirm because there were no other witnesses to see the silhouette. The fourth floor is the mechanical room where the motor that powers the elevator shaft is located. Second floor has concrete rooms where the patients stayed. The rooms are small, but there are rooms everywhere. The ground level is where they have file rooms. A few times in there, I have sensed and heard one of my friends behind me, but as I turn around, there's no one there. Uh, that's like those like trickster fucking ghosts. Yeah, mm. that's what it sounds like. Yeah, it's the worst. Uh, Curios says, The hospital looked more like a mental ward on the inside. I was with a group of five, so everyone was pretty tripped out. Inside, we found some hospital beds and stretchers. Nothing out of the ordinary. But when we hit the second floor, we found some rib spreaders and a lot oh, of blankets. Nice. <laughs> yeah. How do they know what, like, oh, I I, know. this is a rib spreader. I know. <laughs> if ever I saw one. I just thought, how fine, would someone know that? One, that yeah. Well, they found blankets. They know what blankets are. <laughs> I have less questions about that. these gigantic tissues. <laughs> this is a giant head. <laughs> The third floor was where it gets interesting. We found some reels of film. I took one, but lost it sometime last year. What the fuck? What a dick. <gasps> Curios, you're a dick. <laughs> the cool stuff was on the film. Damn it. Of course it was. I'm hoping to find another one while shooting the video. Anyways, I guess they're doing like a... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, on the film was a lot of people in straight jackets and some doctors removing vital organs. It was awesome. Black, <laughs> black and white, of course. The fourth floor sucked. Just bloody walls and sheets. Jesus. And how did she know? Did she see it? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. So I guess like they watched the video, but they never let it out. And then yeah. They found it while they were going around themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, We found a set of stairs leading to the roof. They had caved in, so we tried to find another way up. I found a fire escape ladder outside of one of the windows. Only two of us had the balls to go up. Me and my friend Wayne. (laughs) Good old Wayne. There's no way there's not ghosts in this place. Yeah, I thought it was a, a... They had made it into a hospital again because of the way that it looked, but I guess they just kept what it looked like I'd say it's very cool to live in yeah like ghost aside I'd say it's a really like nice yeah Yeah. trendy place alright so the last story that I found is from Celtic Vixen we used to go to Jeff Davis at least twice a week also one of the main things I always noticed about the building was that despite the fact that it had been abandoned for many years and basically wide open There were absolutely no animals inside or anywhere on the grounds. Not a single bird, raccoon, cat, or even a bug were ever seen while we were there. That's interesting. Yeah. 
That's it. Yeah, because like you, you, like you almost forget to notice that the things that should be there aren't there. Yeah. So that it's you know like when you hear a dead silence, it's almost deafening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like it had to have been like so poignant. Yeah, you would to need be, like, like yeah. there should be rats and shit running around. Where the fuck are all the rats? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that, I've actually heard that before about other like uh, larger places that are supposedly haunted, like birds and shit won't fly over them and. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, in general. Unlike mm-hmm. uh, one time when I was out somewhere, ghost hunting, and a fucking pigeon was in the room with us. Mm-hmm. Scared the shit out of us. <laughs> so, like, I started making noise and shit. Like, what? Yeah, that's scary. So, yeah, uh, that's my story. That's all I got about Jefferson Davis Hospital. Yay. Right on. <laughs> um, I wanted to include... I feel like I'm bogarting this... Um, this episode here. What do you guys think? I don't of, know what that means. Like, um, hogging it. Oh, no, you're fine. I don't oh, have no. anything. Oh. So what do you guys think? Like, what have you guys heard of the hospital? I was told to go and check it out mm-hmm. by a friend of ours. Um, but, I mean, I'm obviously not going to do that now. Now that I know that people got shot there trying to do the same thing. And that it's apartments. But we should definitely try and make friends with people who live there. <laughs> what about you, Manali? Um, I have heard of it, but um, I think I saw a documentary on it. And I it was kind of focusing on the people who live there now, mm-hmm. I want to say. And I think there were a few people that were saying that they had like things happening, but they want, they couldn't afford to live anywhere else. Oh. I I think that's in my memory somewhere, but yeah, it was a hospital that was haunted, a, mm. a psych ward. Did it turn into, was it? Mm. it was or that was, okay. Well, that's like the common misconception. Well, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, it was like a hospital, but there were artists, it was like an artist community, mm. you know, so. And like, if you're an upcoming artist, odds are you don't have that much money anyway. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and they're probably paying more to stay in these super trendy places than they would have been in the first place yeah so, i mean i get it like i wouldn't like everybody says it like oh why didn't you just move out but like you're not going to give up your two or three months rent that you've already put in and then yeah you gotta go find another place and put down deposits there and shit like that so. and some places you like sign a lease contract yeah yeah mm-hmm. exactly yeah and i it's lease contracts can be up to a year yeah that's the yeah like yeah i don't know put up the ghost yeah. Like, keep it down. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a friend. Um, so I have a friend who listens to the podcast, and he actually told me a funny story that happened to him while he was listening to our podcast. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, when he told me, I was like, "Dude, I gotta have this on the fucking podcast," <laughs> you know. And I was like, okay, look, meet me on my break. I will type this shit up, and I'm going to ask you some questions <laughs> so I can get the story right. I love it. <laughs> He's like, okay. So, anyways, so he told me the story, and this is how it goes. I call it Fred's story. Oh, Fred. <laughs> Shout out to Fred. Earlier this day, I had, well, the day that he was listening to the podcast, Earlier that day, I had a premonition that something strange would happen at home. It was a passing thought. Later, I was in bed at 8.45 p.m. I was listening to your podcast, and I turned it off because I was dozing off. He works the night shift. I crashed, and I went into a deep sleep. At 10.45, my smoke alarm went off. My smoke alarm talks, and it said, house on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. If one alarm in my house goes off, they all go off. I have a general house alarm too, so it was very loud. I started running to check the rooms, and I turned it and it turned off while I was still running around. I checked the the garage because I have combustibles and nothing. I went back to bed and I couldn't go back to sleep. I got up one more time just to make sure. Yeah. But still nothing. That's so funny. Can you imagine, like? Don't panic or anything, but the house is on fire. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Like I was that's like, not going to freak you out. I was like, 
is your fucking alarm text? He's like, yeah, like, it just said, like, uh, fire in house or house on fire or something like so that. So, it's the fire alarm in the house? Yeah. Wow. So, like, he said that when that went off, all the fucking alarms in the house went off. That's so, imagine, crazy. like, being woken up, yeah. like, in that way. <laughs> You're and just, nothing? like, in a panic. Yeah, and there was nothing, there was no fire, no smoke, no nothing. They just went off. And I'm like, dude, did they ever have, it, does it ever happen like that before? He's like, no, they, they've never malfunctioned that way, that, like that before. And in episode one, you were talking about how you and your mom were trying to find the smell of burning. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe that's in why the I house, you know, like, that's thought a, about oh that. Pretty God. coincidental. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I will say, uh, like being woken up by a, a like any sort of alarm is like terrifying or whatever mm-hmm. but it did happen to me before i was staying in this like old old hostel that was actually built for um like nuns basically mm-hmm. in glendalock in, in wicklow so anybody who like it's a big tourist destination and so a lot of americans who have been there will know anyway um we were there with the scouts and i was like sick to the point where I must have had a fever because the night before I had started, like, I saw an old man come into the place while everybody else was outside sitting around the fire, all the, the kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I had stayed in and I was like, oh, I'm just going to close my eyes for a minute. And then in that, like, kind of half sleep, weird fever dream, this old man in a big cloak, like, came in and, like, saw me, put his fingers to his lips and was just like, Shh. like, it's all right. Like, it wasn't there. Uh, like there was literally i didn't feel freaked out or anything and he just really quietly closed the door like he took such care to close the door because i was there asleep so anyway i woke up then i freaked out and just like left and didn't tell anyone but the next morning i was obviously still sick and i was having this dream where i was the room where we were sleeping in was actually a little like chapel room that was built on so it looked fucking spooky like i had like you know, the little red lights and stuff like that and uh, there's like pictures of the Virgin Mary and a little thing where you can kneel and pray. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, in this dream, this nun in like her full getup, like it was blue and white as opposed to black and white, uh, is just screaming, standing at like, say at my shoulders with her feet either side of my head, mm-hmm. screaming in my face over and over and over again. The smoke alarm in the kitchen was actually what woke me up and in my dream that turned into screams oh, and then like yeah, in this whole yeah. fever thing i was like so when i woke up i was like had chills i was like get me the fuck out of here so i can only mm. imagine if that was actually talking to you mm. how scary that would be waking up like your house is on fire <laughs> <laughs> that's insane i would have had a meltdown <laughs> <laughs> and it, funny enough like that place was the least haunted mm-hmm. of like other than those two which i am convinced was just like fever dreams um it was the other hostel that we used to stay in the more modern one that was we, where we actually had shit happen it was the first time i ever had anything weird happen all right um all right before we get started with manelli shout out to our listeners in new zealand and Australia, yeah, and Netherlands, and also the UK. I think we have about four or five people between all those places. Hi, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> we appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate it. International. Yeah, yay! <laughs> yay! All right, so, Nelly. So, Nelly, tell us a little bit about yourself <laughs> yeah. and your paranormal experiences. Well, um... I guess the most prominent story I want to talk about, well, the most prominent thing in my mind as far as hauntings would be um, growing up in a haunted house uh, where I lived from the time I was about three or four to almost 14. Okay. So basically shape a lot of my childhood in this house and um basically i was frightened the whole time <laughs> we lived there because um before we moved in uh 
we got to know the family. There was a married couple with a son and um, they mentioned their daughter a lot who wasn't <clears throat> wasn't physically there, but she had just um, passed away. And I think that's why they were trying to sell the house because the mom was dealing with a lot being in the house. They wanted just like a fresh start. Kind of mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know how long ago it had been before that they had um, lost their child before we moved in. But um, she kept, I remember she, the lady um, would always hug me a lot and she'd say that I looked just like her little girl. And the little girl died and in in she drowned. So, um, on the property or no, there was no pool on okay, that okay. property. So I'm guessing it was this one neighborhood pool okay, where okay. I think, I yeah, think we would like go to. Side accident. Yeah. So she, uh, just, there was so many occurrences just growing up in that house with, um, noises and everyone, everyone that would come over and, and go visit us there was always something they would say and it almost became just like she was just a part of a part of the house you know yeah. the way it was always la niña like we always referred to her as la niña which means the little girl and um and i remember this one very uh specific time i was by myself and actually no I think um, we were my sister was asleep next to me but we were in this living room which by the way we it used to be a garage but we converted into we converted it into a living room cool. so me and my sister were asleep on the floor in that living room and um, I was playing with a little bell and I kept ringing it, and it was like a glass bell, so it was porcelain or something, so it it dinged really loud and sharp. So I was ringing the bell, and I would put my blanket over my head, and I would, you know, I was just like basically trying to fall back asleep, but I couldn't fall back asleep, so I would pick up the blanket back, you know? I'd take the blanket off me again. So, and I was playing with the bell the whole time. So the so in one of the times where I just put the bell down and put the blanket over my head, I hear the bell ring, oh, <laughs> and I pick up the blanket. You know, I get the blanket off of me. I don't I don't know what I was thinking. I was like maybe it fell or something. Yeah. I looked and the bell was just sitting right there, like standing up how I had left it. So that then that and I was still like so little at the time that 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 really didn't scare me. But there was a lot of instances where uh, one my mom was. Everyone had left the house. I think my well, my older sister was visiting. My mom stayed back by herself, and she said that she she was sitting on her bed, and basically she felt someone come in and sit next to her. And the um, she thought it was my sister. She thought it was my older sister because my older sister was like such a jokester. So she was like, oh, she stayed back <clears throat> to scare me. You know, she's going to try to jump on me, jump up on me, you know, or surprise me. So she like tries to scare my sister instead. And she's like. You know, like, hey, like, yells. She turns around and says, like, boo, like, I caught you or something. And she doesn't see anything in the bed, just, like, lifts by itself. So like she if, actually sees the indent? Yeah, like, so she sees, okay. like, the act, like the bed actually, like, you know, like, it, the like indent came up. up like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. if someone got up off the bed. <clears throat> and um, so I was asking my sister's. The other day, my mom, I was telling them how I was going to be on here talking about scary stories. <laughs> and I was like, did you ever, I was asking my older sister, I was like, did you ever see her? And she was like, yeah. What? I was like, when? She's like, I saw her. She would 
I was like, when did you see her? She's like, she she would walk by. She's like, one time she was, she's like, I thought it was you. And that was always what people would say. I thought it was you. You know, because at that, when we were, I guess when they first discovered there was a little girl or, you know, they would, it was at that age when I first moved in, I was about three or four. Oh, okay. So I'm guessing that the little girl was around three or four. When she died. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would wear a lot of little, like, white nightgowns. Mm -hmm. and, that's not creepy at all. <laughs> yeah, and that, it's so weird because I loved wearing, that's all I wanted to wear. Even on my third birthday, I, like, fought my mom to keep on my white nightgown. Mm -hmm. And that little girl, they would see her in, like, a white little dress. Mm. So she would just, like, set it nonchalant. Like, she's like, yeah, I saw her. She walked by, like, Ruby was running, ran outside or something, and I saw what I you know, I think she thought it was me or something, but then it wasn't. Yeah. Whoa. And um, she said it looked like, I was asking her, does did she look transparent or was it like, you know, like a girl, like, you know, mm -hmm. a flesh and blood, like three-dimensional child. Yeah, yeah. And she, she, pointed, she pointed to the white uh, grocery bag. She's like, it looked like the bag. Basically, that's how transparent it was. Oh. Whoa! Not like Not completely, solid. but yeah. yeah. So what? Like opaque? Is that the word? Mm. Yeah. 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 So um, another time, we were all playing. We would me, my sister, and my cousin. We would stay up to like the wee hours, like at past midnight, playing Barbies. We were like addicted <laughs> to <Fuck> Barbies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, <Fuck> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it was like our, you know, like that was your shit. Our sh yeah, that was yeah. our shit. Like <laughs> we love Barbies, and that's all we would do for fun. So we stayed up one night, like really late. I don't know what time it was. Everyone was already asleep in the house, and um, there was this hallway that just. It was a small hallway, but that's the hallway we were playing in. And um, everything's going <laughs> as usual. And all yeah. of a sudden, out of, out of nowhere, we hear, like, a baby cry. Do we have a baby noise sound? <laughs> a baby crying noise? <laughs> like, you know, like, really loud. Like, yeah. it, it sounded like just, a very small like child. One. one cry, one loud baby cry, like, like, very loud and very... Man. We all heard it. Yeah, yeah. We all heard it. And, um... Can you do that again? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I think we all ran to the room. I want to say that we all ran to the room. And, um... But, so, the noise was in that hall. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was in there with us. Like, now that I think about it, I was like, yeah. that was in there. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the next day when we woke up, we were telling my mom, and she was like, oh, I'm sure it was, like, because the neighbor had a little girl that lived next door, like, two years old. Um, and um, she was like, I'm sure it was just, uh, she said her name. She's like, I'm sure it was just a little girl that lives next door. She was probably crying outside or something. They were probably out there. Mm -hmm. And I was yeah. like, you know, I kind of let myself be talked into it a little. But, like, that that's what happened. There was a, a very loud child's cry, yeah. like, all of a sudden Whoa. out of nowhere. And, um... Yeah, fuck that, I think. <laughs> and then uh, this one uh, very creepy time, the, I'm remembering now the times where I really just was like, ah, like, out of my mind. <laughs> it's traumatizing. <laughs> um, we were laying down on this little twin sides bed, and um, I told Lucy, I think I told Lucy this. Um, it was, we had a big dresser in the middle and a twin size bed on each side for me and my sister. As we shared a room, which also happened to be, as we later found out, the the little girl's room that had lived right. there before. Jeez. So, um, we, me and my sister had the two twin beds, but I would sleep with my sister because I was scared of the little girl. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, and we had our all our we had bought all these brand new Barbies that night. 
Fuck uh, yeah. At KB Toy Store. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so we had played with our Barbies, and then we left all our Barbies on our dresser, and it was like one of those big dressers that has shelves and everything. We left all our Barbies there standing, standing up. And um, so we were. I was asleep on my sister's bed, and all of a sudden, my sister, she's she used to, tr- like, play around and scare me because that was so funny to her (laughs) of course so uh this time though uh she we i was on her bed and the lights were off and everything we're ready we're going to sleep and she we hear uh a tapping sound and it sounded like a tapping like loud with nails like on the desk so it's like but louder and heavier yeah and um, I was like, my sister, I was like, stop it. <laughs> um, stop it. And she was like, I'm not doing anything. And uh, it, it kept going. It was like, it kept going and going. And I was like, for real, stop. And she's like, I'm not doing anything. I thought it was you. So I turn around and the tapping is still going. But my sister's, um, my, ha- my sister's hands are in the air. Like, like she, yeah, yeah, she's showing me that she's not doing it with oh. by waving both and her hands. Yeah, and the tapping is just like oh. so. Me and her just scream <laughs> and run out to my parents' room, and we we slept with my parents that night. Damn. And so like, it's the, it's good the second time I hear yeah, it. Yeah, like so good. <laughs> but the whole time, like obviously you guys were scared because, like, you can't explain these weird yeah. noises stuff. but like you knew already like the family knew that uh-huh. this is a little girl mm-hmm. that's going around and like was there anything like bad about it or was it just that like it was no there was just it was just, just that scary. it wasn't dark it wasn't a dark you know it didn't seem heavy yeah, yeah. it was just it was just that like we the fact that we knew um it it just seemed I don't know how to put it. It was just like I guess of, so out of the ordinary. Yeah, that, but I was such a young kid that I'm like at this at this age I'm like, well, you know, it's a child that passed away and she just wants attention. She's yeah, probably she really happy that you guys doesn't know are what's there, going like, on. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on in the afterlife yeah. with her. You know, mm-hmm. at this point I can understand that, but when I was a small child, it's just like it's. Spooky as hell. Oh, still, if that happened to me know? today, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. I'd be in with your mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, so, I mean, it's just like very, like, since it's, you can't see it. Yeah. Yeah, of course. What, and then, so I feel like I've been a little traumatized after, like, just for the rest of my life of little girl, <laughs> little girl ghosts. Yeah. Um, so, like, Sorry, was that the last story from that you remember? Or? Um, no, I remember a lot of other stories, but that was like the highlight, <laughs> like the things oh, that no, happened no. to me. So, like, when you guys moved from that house, when you were like fourteen, mm-hmm. did all activity stop, or do you think like? Um, I mean, it's. I think we've lived in. Uh, this is our third house since we've moved from that house. Okay. So I think in each house that we've lived in, the energy is different in each house. But her, when we moved to the house, when we left the house where the little girl was, I didn't feel the same energy at our next house. Mm. Okay. So she probably stayed there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, um, but then, uh, the house that we lived after that, after the second house, the energy was like like haunt not haunted but heavy there so yeah. you know it's like i feel like in different houses just different shit happens and yeah. it's all you don't know you don't know like who has passed there even if they didn't live there you know yeah. there could be no records of what happened mm-hmm. so um i just feel like it's um it's different in each house yeah but and like also do you think having the experiences when you were so young and mm-hmm. like the whole family experiencing like even like strangers and stuff coming into the house uh-huh. right like oh well, strangers to the little girl like uh-huh. um do you think that made 
you guys all more um, like sensitive to like different energies and shit like that or just more accepting of it maybe more accepting of it definitely okay um yeah more accepting more what is it just tolerant to it yeah, like, yeah. like this is just a part of life and that's yeah, yeah basically yeah well i mean like in general i feel like you're just a more receptive person so like receptive people they're like these um i guess lighthouses that these uh like paranormal situations mm -hmm. will like uh, you attract these kinds of not not so much you attract them or i guess you could like if they see that you can see them you know you're just open right. does that make sense yeah yeah um, like maybe it's like oh well this lady's not gonna run out of here if I like. Yeah. Move this cup, right? You know what I mean. So like, like, she can see me, so maybe I'll like see if I can tell her something. Yeah. See how far we can push it. How something. far we can? Because I mean, other times I've been very scared and yeah. like, get tell me the hell out of it. Yeah. <laughs> like um, yeah. when we saw this, the like the image of this man in Mexico. That. Oh yeah, tell us about that. <laughs> so we me and my um my sister and my my cousins in Mexico we were out at, in Mexico in this little town and since it's a little town behind the town there's just like a bunch of you know it's nothing it's just uh, ranches and you know farms whatever mm -hmm. and people's just like big property there's no lights it's mm -hmm. pitch black. Open spaces. Yeah. yeah. Is it like oh. desert or a field? No, it, there, it's grass. Okay. But it's just, there's nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Basically until you get to the next town, you know? Mm -hmm. And they're far from each other. Mm -hmm. So, um, we were hanging out with, the, with our cousin's friends and they were talking about how there's this, just telling a story, this old story. We thought it was like myth, a myth, you know? Just... Mm -hmm whatever and um they're like yeah there's this guy that you want to see him you want to go see him he's like he was a ranch owner or something he's like we can go see him i don't even know how it got brought up was he like a ghost or something that they were talking about i guess i don't i don't even remember what they were talking about mm -hmm. but it somehow got brought up that this this you can go here and see this you know oh, right, right. this attraction <laughs> we can do this for fun you know because it's a very small town yeah so um we go driving into the night <laughs> um we go driving behind so we get further we're out behind the um the the town and it's everything is like pitch black now and we're passing up like this cemetery <laughs> Just throw that in there. <laughs> There's a cemetery, and um, then even further out than the cemetery is, we get into like this big property. And we just there wasn't gates or anything. We just maybe there was, but we just we didn't have to stop or anything. We just drove yeah. into it, and it's a little car, and it's about the passenger, the driver, and then like three or four of us in the back, mm -hmm. and. Um, so we pull up, there's like this little tree right there, like right in front of us, and they turn the headlights on. And when you turn the headlights on, you see, we saw the image of a man standing there. And um, I was freaked out, but I noticed he had on like a cow. It was, he wasn't looking straight at us. He was looking at something else and so i was just seeing like his side the side his of side him profile. yeah his side profile and it was basically look like a like a hologram where it's like transparent but you can still see what he's wearing so he had on like a flannel shirt jeans a cowboy hat and he's it's just this image of a man just standing there and at this point like there is nothing out there <laughs> yeah. for them to to create this yeah, on their like own. In the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and this was even more like ten over ten years ago. But yeah, it was like the middle of nowhere, and so the and I freaked out. I screamed. I was like, "Let's get out of here!" <laughs> My sister wanted to get closer, 
fucking yeah, she she's always been about like scary stuff, but um, she wanted it closer. But that night I slept with everything on because <laughs> I, you know, it's just like it was just his energy. I guess like the image, it's like a picture, you know, that you take. Yeah. So his energy got imprinted there. I think they said that um, he got ran over when they were cutting the grass. Or something oh, with wow. those big grass cutting machines, oh. yeah, yeah. and I think that it killed him, or something. And he was taking a nap, oh. and it ran over him, and that's, oh, that that's how it happened. So now he's just standing there, going like, "What the fuck happened?" <laughs> he's like yeah. every night he's just stood there kicking dirt, just being oh, like, "Oh yeah, he probably doesn't know he's dead." Yeah, yeah. So that's fucking crazy. That's nuts. Yeah, uh-huh. and so like, what was your most recent? <laughs> scary shit that's happened to you or like if, if you want obviously um like is is stuff like that still happening uh yeah that stuff happened <laughs> i'm telling you man manelli has the best story <laughs> this is what like i'm just trying to see how you feel about the whole thing so, in general the i mean this like i said <laughs> we kind of i've gotten and i feel like my mom too like any like the house we live in now my grandmother um, passed away in that house. Um, it wasn't her permanent residence, but she did pass away there. Okay. And so we feel her energy a lot in that house. But um, but I feel like there's also other energies there too. And um, I think the most recent thing that I've noticed is that every time my mom leaves the house, every time she goes out, uh, she goes out of town or no one's home with us uh the the ceiling the the ceiling fan in the living room downstairs turns on by itself weird yeah and it, it's a light in the fan and it'll be like full full force full force That's crazy. and it just it's so weird because it happens only when my mom leaves that's crazy that's nuts you think yeah. she's just like Saying, don't worry, I'm still here. Yeah. Like, you can't get away with shit just because your mom's not here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably. <laughs> no, I don't I don't know what it's saying, honestly. I feel like that is just... I don't, I don't know. It's not... It doesn't feel like it's from my grandmother. Mm-hmm. It just feels like something. It's just some random shit. That yeah, happens. it's just yeah. random... But um, my grandmother is more of the feeling it's when you feel someone behind you, mm. kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You Have you been to my house? Have you ever felt like... Your house is creepy. No, <laughs> <laughs> no um, so like whenever... Um, so there was a hurricane that passed through here and our house got flooded. So I stayed at Manelli's house um, for a few months. And she has this room upstairs, and it's, like, a cool-ass room. Like, it has, like, those slanted, um, see, it has a slanted ceiling. Like, it's a little room or whatever. And I, like, a punk, like, it's, it's, it's like a cute little loft thing, right? But sleeping in that room gives me the creeps. Like, Mm -hmm. I would have trouble sleeping. Like, Mm -hmm. back then I would drink, and I would, like get hammered just so that I can fall asleep <laughs> because I, I would get the creeps, yeah, you know? Yeah. But, like, I'm not, I'm not, well, I'm not sensitive to those things, so if something were to happen, like, I wouldn't, Necessary. I wouldn't see it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, it just felt, like, a little creepy yeah. in that house. Mm-hmm. And, like, when Manelli would tell me the things that happened in her house, you know, back then and now... I'm like, well, of course it fucking makes sense. Yeah, I wouldn't like to stay in your house. (laughs) You know, and like, I think the only time where I feel like I'm at ease is when I'm not alone. Like, when when someone's with me, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, maybe it's because whoever I'm with in your house, they have like calming energy to me. Right. So that's why I feel fine. And it kind of just blocks anything else that might be in the house for me. Yeah. But when I was alone... 
I'd get, I'd, I'd be no nervous. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's weird enough. because I do actually get uh, kind of freaked out when I'm alone. Like I yeah. feel better when someone is with mm-hmm. me. But I didn't know that's why you were getting hammered every night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're probably not the only reason. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's interesting. So like, do you think, because I, like personally, I'm about as sensitive as a fucking tree. Like I just don't pick up on energies. Mm-hmm. at all like even yeah, yeah. from like living people i just like don't pick up on social cues maybe mm-hmm. but like i've heard of people saying like oh well, that's like more masculine energy mm-hmm. this is more feminine energy oh, like right. mm-hmm. have you ever been like do you think that maybe this energy makes you guys feel uncomfortable because it is a masculine energy? So, yeah like maybe it's an older maybe and i feel uh, like resident. yeah in the house we live in now i feel like it is um also a masculine energy in there because um, I have a cousin who's very receptive mm-hmm. to these things. And um, he has told me that he he has seen, like, a dark shadow of, like, a tall man, like, pass, pass by through the hallway. Mm-hmm. And he thought it was my brother because my brother was there. And he's my brother's very tall. But he said he looked over to the couch and saw that my brother was asleep on the couch. <laughs> so it's, a like, a tall shadow. of a, It was, like, a man. And then... My mom has mentioned before that she, when she's asleep downstairs, um, it was one more recent, like a few weeks back, said that she got really so spooked out one night that she went to sleep back in her room because um, there, she felt like someone was staring at her, like a man was staring right, at her. Right. And then I think there was another instance of that happening before before that too of her like saying that she felt like a man was staring at her yeah so normally she sleeps in the living room right yeah normally she sleeps in the living room because her she says it feels better for her back on yeah, the couch fair enough. so um but yeah but um i had a my sister-in-law was staying with us recently and she didn't want to sleep in the living room because um she said that she was just really scared that she felt like someone yeah, was yeah. staring at her. Yeah. So she decided to start sleeping in the guest room, which was in the room where my grandmother passed away. And she was saying, too, also that the energy was, um, it did spook her out. Like, she felt like someone was um, behind her, you know, just watching her, especially when she would first go in that back guest room. But then she said that as she started to look more because there's a picture of my grandmother in there with like a little poem that everyone got when she passed away and she said as she started to look more at the picture and get familiar with the face and she read the poem that it calmed her and that she didn't feel it so much anymore but she did still feel something and i think that something is just something someone else something that was there Mm -hmm. that is probably stuck to the house yeah that's crazy. Hey, you have someone that's living with you that's a little older, and she—I remember you mentioned it, and like when you told me this, it fucking made my blood cold. But it was so fucking cool. Uh, can you tell us what it was? The like what happened and what? Because your cousin, she's not skittish, naturally, right? My sister-in-law or your sister-in-law? Sorry, uh, she's not skittish. No, but when she was uh, at your house taking care of um, Tony. Yeah. The, like, while she was there, she was getting spooked about stuff. Yeah, so, the, um, <laughs> Tony is, uh, um, this elderly woman that was my mom's friend, <clears throat> um, when they both went to the same church, like, 20 years ago, and, um, she was, like, one of my mom's best friends, so eventually, as Tony got older, my mom has become basically her full time caregiver so she lives with us and um there's been a lot of (laughs) instances with Tony but this yeah this past time my sister-in-law I mean things are always like she she wakes she talks in the middle of the night she basically kind of she has dementia so so when she she doesn't talk coherently you can't really make out what she's saying yeah 
So in the middle of the night, she wakes up and she's having like full-on conversations. And she says she's talking to her mom. She's always talking about a little girl. She's always saying, la niña, la niña, la niña. (laughs) You know, everything that she's talking about, it's la niña. So, um, she, the, my sister-in-law was staying at our house because she was helping, she was caring for the old lady, for my mom. And, uh, she basically, what what she was saying was when she, the old lady is now, um, She's now sleeping in my grandmother's old room. So when my sister-in-law would go and walk the old lady, because you have to help her walk to bed and everything. You have to, like, assist her. So when she would go and do that, she said that she she felt like something was right behind her. And um, the first time that she went to lay her down, it was one of the first times she went to lay her down, the old lady told her, well, Tony told her, um, you're really nice to me. She's like, I really like you. And then, and my sister-in-law was like, yeah. She's like, I like you too. And then <laughs> Tony was like, and they think so too. What? Yes. <laughs> so. Creepy, right? Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, my sister-in-law ran. <laughs> like right out the house. No. <laughs> she made sure Tony was safe. <laughs> yeah, Tony was in bed. Yeah, she yeah. ran out. <laughs> yeah, she was panicked after that. But like I like I said, she started like getting familiar with the image of my grandmother and it, she kind of felt better. But the um Tony refers to like they I don't I don't know if she's talking about us, you know, everyone that lives with her or something else all these people that she's talking to yeah possibly. because yeah. she's on bit basically so like when she normally talks she's not coherent but when she wakes up in the middle of the night and has these conversations is she lucid then or still incoherent um no she's she's i mean what she's saying is very clear when she wakes up at night that's crazy okay. it's like but but when you're talking to her in the day, you know, when everyone's awake, <laughs> um, she's, she's, she, you can't really make out what she's saying. I mean, you kind of can, but you, stuff, yeah, yeah. It's, she's talking very low, but at night she's just, she just, I don't even know if she's awake, but she's having full, she's speaking like full sentences and they're clear as to yeah. what she's saying. And which is like a huge, like difference than what she is during the day mm-hmm. that's crazy and so it's her mom and the little girl yeah she talks a lot about her to her mom and that's i wonder always is it refers like, to yeah. the little girl do you girl. think maybe she thinks her mom is your grandma who passed away and she can see her oh that's a good theory you know maybe that yeah. could be that could be because yeah. you know my grandmother was that like, she would even talk to get after Tony, like, if Tony was her daughter yeah. and stuff. It's just and the way she, she was, like... She was just motherly. Yeah, yeah my yeah. grandmother's just very motherly, so... Um, and Tony has always been more of, like, a child-like spirit. Mm-hmm. So, okay. so she's never married. She's never had kids. She's just her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she's always had this very, like, childlike, innocent like view to things uh-huh. so it would make sense if my if she would refer to my grandmother as her that's mother right. that's cool though yeah, yeah. alright have you got anything else that's gonna spook us <laughs> 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 not that I can think of <laughs> I remember the one time you were telling me that you were outside of your house and you saw like a white image or okay. it was a it's white a man, man in the bayou right oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah the, <laughs> so I was just sitting down outside <laughs> doing yeah. things. No, I was uh, facing a, a view of the bayou outside. It was like behind my garage. And in this view, there's you, there's a bridge, there's a bayou, and like this little bridge. Is it? There's not a bridge, right? It's yeah. just like across. Well, from where you're sitting, you could just see the bayou. Yeah, so it's just across the bayou that you there was... 
it was nighttime and I was just sitting out in my in my car. <laughs> so I look up and normally I would just I just be out there, you know, thinking or whatever on the phone. Maybe I was texting someone and I hadn't got up. So I'm just I look up and I see this man in um I didn't pay any attention to him, you know, because I was like, well, and he's across the bayou. So I'm thinking, oh, it's just a man just <laughs> having a, a, a his nighttime walk. Yeah. But he's wearing, like, what was weird was that he was uh, in a white robe. He was, he was like a pale, pale white man. And um, I guess paler than most... <laughs> More, more, more <laughs> paler than like what you noticeably usually pale, see. Though, yeah, no, yeah. noticeably pale. Paler than Adam, and he looked older because he was like bald and kind of a uh, bigger, like you know, kind of like heavy set. Yeah, a little heavy set. Uh-huh. So he looked like an older man, yeah. and he had on a white robe and like like boxers and a t-shirt or like a gown. Okay. But I think it was you one time that said maybe a hospital gown, yeah. which then I was like, oh yeah, it looked more oh, like a hospital sense. gown. Yeah. So he was just standing there and just staring straight, straight at me, and um, mm-hmm. you know I didn't notice that he was staring straight at me until I looked up a few more times, and I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> yeah, do you have like, is there? Can I help you? <laughs> but he's all the, you know, he's all the way across the bayou, so I couldn't, like, yeah, I couldn't hear no anything. Like yeah. That. So, but he is just, um, I don't know if he was st- even staring at me or just stuck standing there, but he was basically just like stuck there. Yeah. Like no expression, no, no movement, nothing. Just standing straight up and um, staring in my direction. And nobody else was outside with him. You know, at first I really thought it was like an older man that lived down down that street and um, was just walking or something or having some fresh air. But it was like he was just stuck and staring into my direction. So I just like... I was like, okay, well, time to go inside. And uh, <laughs> as I'm walking away, I keep looking back. You know, I'm thinking maybe he'll go away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I keep looking back, and it's the same, like, the same, basically no expression and just, like, stuck staring in my direction. Yeah. <laughs> it's still in the same spot. Yeah. And you had never seen him, like, because you were already sitting in your car when you noticed him. Like, you didn't see him walk up. Or nothing like that? Um, no. I didn't see him walk up. It was like he was already there when I looked up. That's crazy. So yeah. I don't know or maybe I didn't notice up. him. Yeah. You know? And yeah. he showed up. But when I looked up, I he was there. That's yeah, crazy. Like, that's nuts. Though. And like if, like, if he did live in the other street, like, it, the other street is fucking far from where. Yeah, like, no, I actually know that. she was sitting in the car... There's no fucking way somebody would have noticed her sitting there. Yeah, her car from all the way over there. Yeah, that's a good point. So I wonder, does it go back to like what you were saying with, like, just if you have this, uh, I don't fucking know, whatever you want to call it, like, yeah, like a it that it does does just attract people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, maybe he was staring at you in the same way going like wait am I really fucking seeing this or is someone can someone see me yeah Yeah. exactly Mm -hmm. yeah maybe it could have been that interesting (laughs) I would be like I'm still not the person (laughs) you got the wrong woman (laughs) I didn't really see you (laughs) yeah yeah you know that's why like it's a weird thing but like sometimes at night like if we're driving and we're driving past neighborhoods like if we're passing out passing by houses i won't look at windows like if, you know what i'm saying like i yeah. will look straight ahead just in case some weird because i'm like my fear is if i look in someone's mm-hmm. window and i can see someone that i'm not supposed to be seeing uh-huh. and when they realize i can see them they'll fucking follow me you know what i'm saying <laughs> that's so crazy because i do the exact opposite i will look into a window <laughs> to see if i can see anything you're just nosy i guess <laughs> like i'm nosy like, i want to know if there's spirits in that <laughs> no but yeah i will stay stuck looking at a window to see if something pops up <laughs> okay so with the 
app that we use to distribute our podcast, Anchor, which is the advert at the start of mm-hmm. the episodes and probably in the middle of this one. Um, people can listen to your podcast on the app and then send you messages, mm-hmm. voice messages. So we were going to insert it like properly, but I thought I would just play it into the mic and we can listen to it. So this is from a lady called Sonia. And if you're still listening to this episode, that'd be great. And thank you very much. I completely, 100% love, love, love your podcast. Talk about the creepy shit. I love that. I had so much creepy, all kinds of fucked up shit happening when I was growing up. And then when I became a... Uh, like it was 19 20 something like that another creepy fucking thing happened so please keep the shit coming i absolutely love it i would love to hear your guys's opinions on sleep paralysis the hag the tall man and the black fedora or whatever type of hat that is but Yeah, I've experienced them through my sleep paralysis, and I would love to hear more about it. All right, so that was Sonia, and we really appreciate someone who's not afraid to um, curse when they're talking, because (laughs) I definitely believe if you don't curse, I can't trust you that much. You're not being as honest. (laughs) Nah, true. Okay, well, I mean... Uh, Thank you, Sonia, for sending that in. Yeah, and we also want to hear the creepy shit that happened to you so Mm -hmm. and all of our listeners we really look at messages like that um makes this feel a little bit more worthwhile um that you guys are actually listening to it and having fun so yeah feel free to send the rest of your stories in all right so real quick let me cite my sources uh wikipedia houston preservation and Unexplained Mysteries. I also wanted to plug in um, Manelli's Instagram handle. It is Pink Moon Mexicana. Pink Moon Mexicana with an X. And I believe that's all one word. Mm-hmm. And I think that about wraps it up. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Thank you, Manelli, for joining us today. It was really fucking cool. <laughs> no biggie. <laughs> Did you have fun? Yeah, I like... I like talking about this. Awesome. <laughs> cool. So, yeah. Um, that's it. Follow yeah, that's us it. on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Everything is just at Weekly Creep. Um, if you have any stories, if they're a little bit longer, maybe send them to our email, weeklycreep at gmail.com. Um, otherwise, feel free to just send us voice messages and we'll either play them out directly on the podcast or if you want we'll transcribe them for you and read them out but yeah that's it so everybody have fun and we'll see you next week be safe bye bye bye